is about. Hey. <laughs> I just island bared you guys. Finish your makeup, John. We're waiting. Thank you. My makeup is done. And today is a new episode of Nee Tinny. I'm gonna get my speakers over here real soon. Face, face, face. Oh, see my face? Good morning, all. Welcome to my show. Started it about a hundred and four episodes ago. It is the tenth of May. I want to open this window because Island is gay. Sorry, Island. It's the perfect segue. Do you remember those segments? We used to be in the malls. Mall cops would sit them and be like, yo, I'm feeling kind of tall. They would see them all get ready. Shep. And Paula. Because they know that I'm howling. Do you like my new set? Do you like how I run into the people? I, I like my mug. It was something I bought for all the why. Did you see the link that I sent you for the king of my? Yes, I did. And I said, ha ha ha. I love king of the hill. Bobby, Bobby. I'm going to kick your behind. Hank Hill is awesome, by the way. King of the Hill is a great show. I think they voted for Trump, too. Good morning, Michael. Woke up early to take this pipe in the A-A-A-ness. Do you want to be famous? No, you don't. Just take yours. Here we go. I land is getting real emotional. Let's read this out loud to the crowd. Love you all, man. I was feeling bad for Brian. He was just trying to see like a Ryan. He said he had a fun stream. I love his cream. And then he got duplicated. People wanna know, frustrated, with no recourse, allowing publishing. People wanna know if I'm here, if I sing. Publishing of anti neurod propaganda. People wanna know which way the Fanta. Make that orange soda, wanna see that orange soda glow. Like the orange is the dough. As your football team going 40 old, maybe 12 and 0. How many will play actually? They're about to win the whole talent team. They're about to win the whole talent team. Popped in to say hi. 
Love your, yeah, hug your loved ones. Tomorrow is never promised. Amen. Today's episode is about death. So make sure you throw this button a little nice like. Throw this button. Throw this button. Don't forget your bottom button today. Because the bottom button is what slides out. You know when they say the barn door is open? And sometimes a pig is hanging out. So good morning. On this morning's episode of May 10th, 2018 of our Lord and Savior. It is Jesus Christ. It is 7.04 a.m. 7.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this morning's episode is about death. It may be the most important topic of all time. At least it's kind of up there. I always hit this. I like the other beat, though. Sorry about that. I hit When I lean forward, I hit that little play button almost every time. So the first thing that I wanted to cover with this show was that when you know when they say when you die there's like a few ounces that disappear and they say that it's the 21 grams of your soul we're going to talk about that right now because I think that this is um, something I've wanted to talk about for a while and I just have never gotten around to it this article is from 2004 wow get ready and just so you know that any time we do cover an article, we do put that article within the chat. And what, what I like to do for the show is I like to take somebody's perspective, break it down, and then give my opinion. Some people like to give their opinion first, but I like to qualify it via somebody else's well-researched or somewhat researched documents. So this one is from ABC Science. This article is I believe from two it says two thousand it says May thirteenth, two thousand four, so I'm assuming that's when it was made. The trailer for the two thousand and three movie Twenty One Graham starts off with a sentence that is both authoritative and inexact. They say that we all lose twenty one grams of exact at the exact moment of death. It's short and a sweet attention grab, but the science behind the sentence adds up to zero. Alright, so this is interesting. So according to ABC, which is left-leaning media. They are going to try to disprove this. Now, the funny thing is, is that well, I've already gotten testimonies from some doctors that have said there's so much I can say and so much I can't. Which told me what I needed to know. Here's all you need to know, guys. When, oh wait, heading to Roswell Cancer Center this morning. Oh, good, well, good luck. Uh, prayers to Piper and whoever needs... The issue at Roswell, I believe that's in Buffalo, correct? Roswell's got like a very good cancer treatment. They're like world-renowned, I believe, cancer treatment. Syracuse has, um, I think what we're best known for is St. Joe's has a great uh, heart, has great heart surgeons. But for cancer, you got to go to Buffalo. I don't know. Okay. So people have believed that the soul has a definite has a definite physical presence for hundreds and possibly thousands of years. But it was only recently as 1907 that a certain Dr. Duncan McDougall, MacDougall of Haverhill in Massachusetts actually tried to weigh this soul. In his office, he had a special bed arranged on a light framework built upon the delicately balanced 
platform beam scales that he claimed were accurate to two-tenths of an ounce, around 5.6 grams. Knowing that, I guess, two-tenths of an ounce is 5.6 grams. I mean, grams, these are very, very small units to measure. Yes, it's in Buffalo. Thanks, Dozier. And sometimes, I got soul, but I ain't soulin. Wait, what's that song? I got soul, but I ain't something. I don't know. Black. <laughs> Knowing that a dying person might thrash. Man, I can't read it when I sit back. We're going to zoom in so I can sit back. And if I sit back, I mess up the rule of thirds. Here we go. Do, 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 do. He had a special bad arrangement. Tried it. In his office, he had a special bed arrangement of light frame. Okay, we read that. Knowing that a dying person might thrash around and upset such as delicate scales, he decided to select a patient dying with a disease that, that produces great exhaustion, the death occurring with literal no muscle, muscle, muscular movement. Because in such a case, the beam could be kept more perfectly at balance and any loss occurring readily noted. He recruited six terminally ill people, and according to his paper in 1907, in, in the 1907 edition of the Journal American Medicine, he measured a weight loss, which he claimed was associated with the soul leaving the body. Because back then, um, scientists actually believed in God, and today it's almost as like it's a prerequisite for scientists to say, God doesn't exist, so now perform your science. And, and I actually don't mind... That scientists don't believe in God. That's that's an okay thing because then that means they're going to try to understand what's going on. The issue is is that I'd rather a scientist say I don't know if there's a God than someone say there is none because then that's even more ignorant than to say that there is. And I'm not saying that it's ignorant to say that there's a God, but if you just are trying to compare them in an apples to apples comparison. If you have a random person out standing in the middle of a field and one person to say to them there is a God and the other person to say there isn't without any facts, both of them would seem ignorant. You like The guy would be like, oh. say he understood at least the premise of God. He would be like, wait, how can you say that there's none if you don't know? And the other one would say, how could you say that there is if you don't know? So I guess that that's, I'm just trying to bring the balance to the argument is all I'm trying to do here. So I would rather someone say that they don't know. All right, he recruited six, okay, yep, and then in the American medicine, he measured weight loss, which he claimed to be associated with soul and body. In this paper, he wrote beside the special bed of one of the patients that at the end of three hours and 40 minutes, he expired and suddenly co coincident with death, the beam dropped with an audible stroke hitting the lower limiting bar and remaining there with no rebound. The loss was ascertained to be three-fourths of an ounce, which I'm assuming is 21 grams. I guess that's how the math works out on that one. He was even more encouraged that when he repeated the experiment with 15 dogs with registered no change in weight in the moment of death, it fit perfectly with the popper belief that a dog had no soul and therefore would register no loss of weight at the moment of demise. That's interesting because the Catholic Church, good morning, Eric. Um, the Catholic Church does believe that no dogs go to heaven. And I think that's why that movie, the, the children's movie came out about all dogs go to heaven. It's 
Because the Catholic Church is very strict with its beliefs. That's what it says, Dozier. The, the article's in the description. Um, thanks, Dozier. You threw me off. You successfully threw off this ship. Yeah, the Catholic Church doesn't believe that there are that animals go to heaven because they say animals don't have a soul. Now, the other side of that is is that St. Francis, who the, the Catholics have canonized a saint, they've determined that St. Francis had visions when he was in heaven with all of his animals because he's like a patron saint of animals, amongst other things. Um, so, according to this guy's experiment, yeah, according to this guy's experiment, he said that the dogs didn't show the same loss of weight that the humans showed. But before this article appeared in the American Medicine New York Times on March 11th, 1907, he had already published a story entitled, Soul Has Weight. Physician Thinks, on page 5. His reputation was now assured, having been published both a medical journal and a New York Times, a journal of record. As a result, the fact that the soul weighed three quarters of an ounce, roughly 21 grams, made its way to common knowledge and has stayed there ever since. And this is, now this is this person's take. So I want to just decipher that. This is from Carl, oh, no wonder his name looks like Marx. Carl S. Krulisawinkany. Krulisawinkany. Yeah, he's a cruel one, all right. May, this was published on May 13th, 2004. But when you look more closely at his scientific work, you see large problems. Firstly, six, as in the six dying patients, is not a large enough sample size. I agree with that. When I studied statistics, my, statistics, my lecturer convinced me that Concerning people providing one cola to another, 8 out of 10 is not statistically significant, but 16 out of 20 is. See, now I didn't hear that. I heard that 30 is, you got to have at least 30 to have a decent sample size. Second, he got good results. For example, the patient irrevers irreversibly lost weight at the moment of death from just one of the six patients, not all six. Two of the results had to be excluded because of technical dis difficulties. One patient's death did show a drop of weight of about three-eighths of an ounce, but this later reversed itself. Two of the other patients registered an immediate loss of weight at the moment of death, but then the weight dropped again a few minutes later. Does this mean that he died twice? Only one of the six patients showed a sudden and non-reversible loss of weight of three-fourths of an ounce, 21 grams. The third problem is that is a little more subtle. Even today, with all the sophisticated technology, it's still sometimes very difficult to determine the precise moment of death. Really? I thought the beep is the precise moment of death. And which death did he mean? Cellular death, brain death, physical death, heart death, legal death, etc. Legal death. I would imagine when it, you flatline, that's your moment of death. How could, because flatline is based on your heart beating, and once your heart stops beating, your brain is dead, right? I don't know. We got a doctor in the house. How could Dr. Duncan McDougall be so precise back in 1907? And anyhow, 
how accurately and precise were his scales back in 1907? Well, that's just a big general question. Then you could say, you know, by that about anything. That's right. Family Feud does sample 100 people. That's correct. Survey says, from such slender beginnings as a single non-reproductive result, enduring myths are born. They may be lightness or after death, but this experiment didn't prove it. We do leave something behind us when we die. The enduring impact... Okay, so they're talking about legacy stuff. The enduring impact that we've had on others, we probably have as much success in measuring the impression of the mental impact as we would measuring the weight of the soul. That's actually a very interesting article. Um, and, and they don't disprove it. What they're just doing is bringing into question those 21 grams. So... I think that that's, that's a good thing. I think people should be questioning that. I, I don't think you should accept anything without testing it. And, you know, leave no stone unturned. It's kind of uh, uh, an important part of what we were taught. Let's see. How much blood? Oh, but, well, my question was, is... No, stone, sorry. Uh, unturned. My question is... This is stupid. This is going to be a really stupid comment. So, you know when they say people crack themselves when they die? I always thought of that, like, well, maybe that's the loss of weight. Because if they had it set up where the crap went right through the vent, then that 21 ounces would be the crap. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I know some people don't like talking about crap. I do. I, poop, I pooped three times before my stream today. Three times. I had to go back in there two separate occasions. So it was 10 to 7. I was like, oh, man, I don't want to poop before. Go in there, come back out. It's 5 to 7. And I'm like... Are you serious? I just finished. I had to go back in there again, which is why I'm always a little rattled before my show. Proof Aldi will leave no stone unturned to beat Coles. Um, no, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted. I wanted the reference in the Bible. What does the Bible say about leaving no stone unturned? Open Bible source. Let's take this... And it says the first thing is in Mark 13, verse 2. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. That's not the one I'm remembering. I like Matthew 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus left the temple when he was going away when the disciples pointed out to him the buildings. He answered them, You see these all. Do you not? Truly I say to do to you, there will be not left here but one stone another another thrown down yeah I want the actual quote leave no stone left unturned Luke let's see what Luke's got and Luke said and tear you down to the ground you and your children without you and they will not leave that that's what I want Luke Luke 1944 thank you Luke See, sometimes you need a physician to leave no stone unturned because Luke was a physician and his whole thing was trying to understand things in detail, in great detail. Because that's what's interesting. So, if I recollect, you have Matthew was a tax collector, Mark was a scribe, and Luke was a physician. But yet all their Gospels are very, very similar and just Luke goes into more detail. Um, John... I think we believe is a brother or half-brother of Jesus because either Mary had other kids or Joseph had another wife that we don't hear too much about. So, 
Just trying to bring light to it. You know, the Catholic Church didn't want to translate this thing for about a thousand years. And then once that printing press came out, people were like, yo, you imagine. So you, you're Gutenberg, right? You invent this printing press. And I don't know why you wanted to invent the printing press. You probably thought you're going to make a boatload of money off of this thing. And then people were so, like, in search of the truth back then that the first thing that they really, really wanted to do was translate the Bible. What would we do? We got unlimited information. What do we do? This is what I love what Mr. Feeney said in Boy Meets World. He goes, you have unlimited information at your fingertips, and what do you do? You look up the codes for how to beat Bowser in Mario's castle. It's like, oh, he's speaking my language. I like Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney is a gangster of all gangsters. All right, so here's uh, Luke 19. We're going to go back to 41 to give it just some context. So this says, the lament for Jerusalem. As he drew near, he saw a city and wept over it, saying, If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. For the days are coming upon you, and when your enemies will raise a palisades. I don't know what that word is. We're going to look that up. Uh, it's 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 P A L I S A D E, a police a palisade. I don't know what that is, and I just love displaying my ignorance across the world every day. <laughs> it's a wooden fence. That's it. Please give me the pronunciation, please. Palisade. Palisade. I never heard of that word, and I don't see y'all saying anything, so you didn't hear that word either. Good morning, Dr. Bear. Of course, but I only because I experienced the same problem. Speaking of which morning, yeah, got to go, BRB. You know what? Dr. Bear's a good dude. Say, I know Dr. Bear. I know Dr. Bear. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor in your kitchen? Is there a doctor with the mouse? And if you got your mouse traps and you're shutting your old flap, all you need to do is make doctor. Moderator, welcome to the mods. Doctor, the doctor, the doctor is here. What's that? What's that from? The doctor is here. The doctor is here. Oh no, I'm thinking of uh, Ace Ventura when he when he schools them and he goes, "This house is clear." We're gonna do that. We're gonna actually play that clip because that's one of my favorite clips. And then we'll probably watch a bunch of Ace Ventura because that's gonna take us down a deep rabbit hole. Palisade. Palisade. So, for the days coming upon you, when the enemies will rise a against you, they will encircle you and hem you in on all sides. They will smash you to the ground and your children within you. They will not leave one stone upon another within you because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. I mean, that's intense. He's like... You're going to get slaughtered. Your entire families are going to get slaughtered. But don't doubt what I'm telling you. Just don't do it. And they didn't. Like, that's what's amazing. It's like you had these men who had a lot to lose. And I try to put that in perspective. And that's why I'm unafraid to say the truth in a video on Twitter. Because it's like, what do I have to lose? My credibility on Twitter? Maybe a few accounts with my business? Uh like these guys were letting these. Like I, I just heard recently. I forget who told me this. Um, it might have been Ludwig. I forget who, or my, it could have been Michael. That not only like Peter was crucified like and 
just like Jesus was, except for Peter was like, I don't want to die like Jesus did. Please hang me upside down. I don't deserve to die like he did. So they crucified him upside down. Well, John, not um, John the Baptist, who had his head lopped off while, uh, what was her name? There was that, that fat guy that, that chopped off his head, but the princess was the one that wanted his head and was dancing around with it on a silver platter, like messed up. John, I believe the John from the Bible, not the Baptist, but the half-brother or the Gospel of John, he was thrown into like a boiling vat of oil and like survived. So bizarre, like the things are just unbelievable. And uh, now we're gonna switch up the flow on them because I want to see, I want to, I want to watch the the Ace Ventura stuff. That's how I am. That's how I'm built. I just go from one damn thing to the next. This house is clear. And it was it was originally from Poltergeist, which is what I loved Ace Ventura or Jim Carrey. What he did was he just took the most outrageous, landish lines of every movie, and he made an entire thing about it. So I'm assuming I can do this without like getting claimed or whatever. But like this 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 scene like literally formed a lot of my life, which is gonna sound crazy. I realize it. And no, we don't have OBS. But um I'm going to grab this, and I'm going to put this link in the description as well. Ah, I should have left that tab open. So now this is going to start, and I ain't ready. I'm going to pause it right there. And if you would like to hit the like button, comment, and subscribe if you've never been to this hive before. And it was a hive. Do you know that? I got my thing that I do not know is that. Cause I'm bat-ish crazy, just like that link. And now that link is in the description. And we're gonna play this. I don't know if you guys can hear this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down what's going on in this clip, so. That's why rich people Want God to go away so that they can take the place of your hearts. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to shut this window a little bit. I don't know if you guys are getting feedback. DPRK, I don't know what that means, uses such philosophy. They claim the government is God and should be treated as such. Well, that's... The people that want the government to be God obviously don't believe in God. And they're just literally like, take care of me. Because they don't. they want something tangible that they can see to take care of them. Versus something that's not tangible. Or at least to them is not tangible. So, they're just trying to re they're trying to replace God. I don't, and here's like I'm really trying to see it from their perspective. I understand where they're coming from, and maybe they've been hurt in their life, and somebody died that shouldn't have died in their opinion, and they say, "Why did he take an innocent life?" So there must be no God, and that's a how a lot of people come to that conclusion is from a personal experience. And look, even in Jesus' last moment, he said. Father, why have you forsaken me? And then apparently he said, but into your spirit I commend my soul, or something to that effect. So, everybody has doubted God, except for Job. I, although I think Job did question God too. But that's, it's human nature to doubt God. But in seeking, you'll find. So in seeking a disproof, you'll find a disproof. In seeking a proof, you'll find a proof. So, what's funny is, guys like Aquinas and C.S. Lewis... They were trying to disprove God, and they couldn't. They end up proving them unintentionally. It's just, if you're only looking for 
evidence of disproof, then you'll when whenever you see evidence, you'll just won't look at it. I mean that's like like that's why I like what Bill Burr said. He goes he goes facts today. He goes it's a big joke. He goes every all everybody does is they go to IamRight.com and they find their link that they want and then they say see I'm right. You know, and that's the internet today. There's every side of everything. Uh, milk causes manic depression, and milk's the greatest thing in the world for you. Got milk? Milk mustache. All right, so right now on the scene, Ace Ventura, he's, he's picked up this little puppy, and he's looking at the puppy's feet to see if there's blood on his feet. And I was checking around all the slides and everything. I was looking for... Oh, and then the dog starts barking at... Einhorn. Yes, it is still... It is Einhorn. I don't want to spoil it for people that don't know who Einhorn is. So, animals can sense evil. <laughs> I, like, I love that line. He looks at her. He looks at her. Oh, come on, I paused it. Why did you start playing? He goes, so, animals can sense evil. Job didn't question. I think he did, doctor. See, all right, so here's why I don't know. I started reading Job. I still got my bookmark in here from Job from a long time ago. Is that, am I in Job right now? No, that's Samuel. I swear I, I used to have. Shouldn't swear. Uh, Job's witness taught me that. Yeah, I'm only at Job four right now. But someone told me Job did question. He never, he never doubted, but he never questioned. I don't know. I don't remember. But I don't know. Have you read the whole book of Job? If you did, I'll take your word for it. But someone that said that they did. I'm going by their word right now, which is why you got to research everything yourself. This is official police business. We'll let you know if the coroner finds a tick. <laughs> so the funny line. She's like, because this is, because if you don't know anything about Ace Ventura, he is a pet detective. And then he shows up to an actual crime scene. Roger Predactor has just died. They found him basically on the ground when he lives in like a skyscraper apartment. And she says... We'll run that back. Something about, like, we'll let you know if we find a tick. This is official police business. We'll let you know if the coroner finds a tick. <laughs> Good line. Good line. Like, this is this is fun banter. I, I love this banter. <laughs> so he does the pop by. <laughs> so it's, he's already swaying the people back with that. <laughs> oh, I watched this movie on VHS so many times as a kid, I probably could do the whole movie verbatim. So he's like, he goes, that's all right. He goes, I wouldn't want anyone pointing out all the mistakes I was making. Just just listen to this line again. And then Einhorn's like, mistakes, but I'm Einhorn. What's that baseline? Baselines were real heavy in the nineties. Like they were trying to recreate like the seventies baselines. Everything goes back and forth twenty years. Look at all these fags wearing these tight skinny jeans now. And I don't mean gays. I mean just like faggot guys that wear these tight ass ripped jeans, like it's the eighties or whatever. Hey doctor, don't give it away. That's a spoiler alert. He really doesn't question God. He asks God for an in between so we can have an understanding. So you're telling me you've read the whole thing. Oh, you did. Okay, cool. 
He's the first to bring up Jesus. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Hmm. You ever want to know the Bible? Talk to a Jehovah's Witness. They spent all day in the book. And they said that if you see Lord with capital L, lowercase O-R-D, that's supposed to mean Jesus. But if you see Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, then that's God the Father. So check that out when you're reading the Bible next time. And you'll see, especially in the Old Testament, you'll see the difference between Lord and Lord. And you'll be like, oh, snap, son. All right, so Ace is walking to the back. Takes a white glove. Slaps it like this as he gets ready. Puts it on his hand. He's putting his hand around the bottom. You don't think this is an obvious suicide, Mr. Pet Detective? So, you don't think this is an obvious suicide, Mr. Pet Detective? Well, I wouldn't say that. Well, I wouldn't say that. Lord knows there's plenty of evidence here to support your theory. Except, of course, for yeah. that spot of blood on the railing over there. So you notice a little spot of blood on the railing with that little white glove. And then she's like, oh, snap. Didn't see this blood. May I tell you what I think happened? May I tell you what I think happened? Oh, alrighty then. Alrighty then. And like... And Ace Ventura's walk is the dopest thing ever. Me and my buddy Mackenzie growing up. And Mackenzie, that's one of the names where it could be a guy, could be a girl. Well, this was a guy. And this guy actually went on to Pittsburgh and started his freshman year at defensive end. And then by his sophomore year, he transferred. He was like, I stopped having fun. He goes, this became a job. I don't want to play football anymore. I just want to play for fun. So he went to like a Division two or three school and just had fun. Got his degree. I saw him out, you know, about six years ago. Good, nice guy. Like, you know, got to give him got to give him props. He could have made the NFL, and he didn't want it anymore because it became a job. And it's something that was like his calling. He was called to be an athlete. The guy was built to be an athlete. Fast, strong, huge, never had to lift a weight, but just was like built like a gladiator. And um, he didn't want it. So I give him credit for that. You know what I mean? I wish I wish he did play because I remember his freshman year him playing at Pittsburgh and me rooting for him. Like, get him, you know, Mackenzie Matthews. Shout out Mackenzie Matthews. I don't worry about Doxon. What, what, what could possibly go wrong? Might eat those words later. May I tell you what I think happened? Already then. Roger Pedactor went out after work. He had a few drinks and he came home. Roger Pedactor went out after work. He had a few drinks and he came home. But he wasn't alone. Someone else was with him in this apartment. Someone else was with him in this apartment. <laughs> I, love, I just love how he talks. It cracks me up. There was a struggle and he was thrown. There was a struggle and he was thrown. Over that balcony. Over that balcony. Roger Protector didn't commit. Roger Protector didn't commit suicide. He was murdered. Commit suicide. He was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I just love it. I love it. It just, this is got, this is my favorite comedy. I go back, no, no. I don't think I've ever brought, brought, I don't think I've ever brought Ace Ventura down. Ace Ventura has always been my number one comedy of all time. Well, that's a very entertaining story. And Einhorn comes in, you know, like a, like a, a smooth, slick detective. Well, that's a very entertaining story. But unfortunately, real detectives have to worry about that little thing called evidence. 
and then, then it goes real quiet and you can see this is this is a beautiful scene of art war tactic so Ace Ventura has been gathering evidence the entire time he's been there but he's but he he throws this like fake wrench into the pit to be like here's what happened and then he let he allows them to counterpunch and then he tries to let the whole room go oh no this is just a bat crazy theory and then he's and then Get ready. Hashtag, get ready. Oh, I think I heard a toilet flush. <laughs> oh, and this guy's a funny actor in this movie. because like, I think I heard a toilet flush. <laughs> Maybe someone lost a turtle. Maybe somebody lost a turtle. <laughs> and he really, like, soaks it in. and goes, boy, I'm a little bit over my league. Guess I'm a little out of my league here. A little out of my league. Good work. I know. Good work. Good work. Goes to shake her hand. She pulls her hand away. And then he's like, all right, I was going to let you get away with it. Or he's just leading them up to it. That's the beauty. Oh, there. Oh, there. It's just... <laughs> here we go. All right, let me read some of the comments here. I grew up pretty enriched in the Lutheran faith. Went to college originally for outdoor ministry, which is a degree that allows me to run Christian camps. That's dope. I'm now going to a Lutheran church. Which they call non-denominational, which I don't understand. Lutheran just means we're trying to stay in the word, right? That stops me. I start thinking about how a turtle wouldn't flush. Thanks, Island. Is just one more. Oh, wait. There we go. Let's build it up again. Oh, there is just one more thing, Lieutenant. Lieutenant. This woman is Roger Bedacker's neighbor. She lives across the hall. She said she heard a scream. Is that right, ma'am? Is that right? She said she heard a scream. Is that right, ma'am? That's right. That's right. You said you had to open the balcony door when you peed in. And you said you had to open the balcony door when you keyed into the room? You're, You're certain! <laughs> I gotta run this back. Is that right, man? Right. And you said you had to open the balcony door when you keyed into the room? You're certain you had to open this door. Yeah, I'm certain. You're certain you had to open this door. What's the point, Venture? Only this. Just that scene is just incredible. I could watch clips of Ace Ventura the rest of my life. It's just those scenes are just amazing. And like that's the thing about comedians, is like once they make their brilliance, and he did it for three movies right in a row. He went Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, I believe all in 1994. And he was cr he was crushing it. Yeah, it is funny. The guy's just crushing it. And then he stopped doing it for a while. He did some movies like Liar Liar where he tried to show some more range. And then he went crazy with Eternal Spotless Mind. I guess a lot of people liked it. I hated it because I remember when my mom took me to that. 
at the like we went to the um we got like a hip hipster side of town. It's like one street with a movie theater, a couple of bars, and a bunch of commie restaurants basically. And and we went to that theater to watch Eternal Spotless Mind and I remember being so disappointed because I was like I was like, I don't know, ten, twelve years old and I was like that's not what Jim Carrey's supposed to be. And it was so heartbreaking to me. But, you know, men want to do different things. So, like, I was giving Mackenzie credit for doing something that wasn't necessarily his passion, but was his calling. So, like, Jim Carrey's calling is to be funny. We all know that. But he wanted to show his range. In fact, Truman Show, like, was a beautiful movie. Like, he showed his range in the Truman Show. So, and he, he won a Golden Globe for it, not an Oscar. I don't know. Those things are just a bunch of bullcrap. Man on the Moon. In fact, you know what's better than Man on the Moon, Doctor, was the documentary of Man on the Moon. Did you see the documentary on Netflix where Jim Carrey becomes Andy Kaufman? I mean, it's it's weird. He goes all out for it. Yeah. Yeah, he really, uh, he goes in. So you know what we're going to do the last little bit here is we're going to... Oh, no wonder I thought that. I thought that sounded different than what I had before. I like this little Trem Ep. It's Trem Ep, which is a, uh, a Tremolo E-Piano. So every day I'm hoping this sounds a little bit better. I was like, man, this is not the full thing. Like, what's going on? I was about to say. There we go. There we go. So the song that I'm trying... So there's two different songs I'm trying to learn at the same time. There's well, the, One is John Legend's... So, like, that song's, like, got, you know, key changes. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's got a bunch of different chords. The song I'm trying to learn has four chords, but they're not, like, C, D, E. They're C, D minor, E. They're E, E something, something, something. E minor, flat, something, other. I don't know. With sevenths. So the song goes, this is just, for, the one I'm trying to learn is Just Friends by Music Soul Child. And the song goes, Yeah, 
See, I forgot this now. Had to know your name. This is a song I've heard maybe a thousand times, and I forget the words, which is why I know how to freestyle, because blame gang, yeah, something like that. No and feel secure Cause I'm not Cause I'm not trying to pressure you Just can't stop thinking about you You ain't even This one's always hard for me to play Really, really gotta be my girlfriend I just wanna know your name And maybe sometime we can hook up Hang out just chill. Alright, second verse, ready? Damn, I'm surprised that you... Get that back in your eye. Damn, I'm surprised that you called. Cause the way you walked, walked away. I thought I wasn't gonna see you no more. Since you didn't wanna give me your man. I thought that you were egging me and wasn't digging me but anyway what you're doing tonight i'll probably be with my peeps if it's cool with you maybe we'll swing by and you can just chill with us or you can just chill with me long as you're comfortable comfortable and you feel secure when you're with me cause I'm not trying to pressure you I'm trying to figure out what you want to do when I put that D up on you ain't trying to see your name no I'm just trying to understand this game so cold I like my little Hands hurt. Not good at this stuff. Hey, I'm, I'm getting better though. Your boy's getting better, right? Your boy's getting better. I'm learning. I'm learning. Practice, man. But man, it does hurt your fingers. And I kind of made up that ending. What if I? No, that's gonna make it real corny. You're getting way better. Thank you, Doge. You're like long way from. I still don't remember all the. remembering the scales now so today's show was about death and just trying to bring you some life how about some I tried that that zombie song yesterday I don't remember what any of those keys were zombie 
Jambe, jambe, ye, he, 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 yeah. Chopsticks. Oh, yeah. No. No, no, what? Sing Ocean Man by Ween. I don't know what that is. I'm going to look it up, though. Ocean Man by Ween Chords. Zombies. We got you kicked off the air yesterday. Kicked off the air? What do you mean? I got kicked off? This is news to me. Alright, how does Ocean Man go? Oh, this one looks like an easy one. See, if you listen to the white people songs, they're very simple. E, B, E, B, A, B, A, B, E, B. Actually, it's not that easy, but it's basic. There's no minors in there. There's no anything else. So I think the... Here's my E. Ocean Man, take me by the hand. Take me... And then it goes B, which is... Take me to the land that you understand, yeah, ocean man. The voyage to the corner of the globe is the real trip. Then it, ocean man, the crust of the tan, the embodied of the sand. I don't know what this song is. Soaking up the thirst of the land. This is useful. <laughs> oh, awful. I don't know what Ocean Man is. I don't know what that is. Is that the Konami code? Yo, see, only video gamers know what the Konami code is. Isn't it like back, right, back, right, up, up, down, C? Something like that. Yeah, your video disappeared yesterday. I did not know that, Michael. I'll play it for you on the guitar later, John. All right, cool. Chuck, you did have a funny little clip that you made up yesterday. That was a good clip. So, uh, now you know what we're going to do. We're going to institute a new part of this show. It's called Random Bible Verse. This is where we go like this. And we go. And I'm going to say, someone tell me to stop. And when someone says stop, I'm going to stop. And we're going to read right there. Up. Oh, Kimmy knows it. Up, up, down, down, left, right. Left, right, left, right, B-A. Someone tell me when to stop. Someone tell me when to stop. Stop. I only got it. Okay. We're in Ezekiel. Ezekiel 8. Thus says the Lord, with a capital L, lowercase r-o-d, God. Disaster upon disaster. See it coming. See it coming. See, whatever happened to El Zotico? Someone tell me what happened to El Zotico. Canterbury told me yesterday, but I want to see El come back. The end is coming. The end is coming upon you. See it coming. The climax has come for you who dwell in the land. The time has come near to the day. At the time of the consternation, not of rejoicing, rejoicing, shin, shun, soon now I will pour upon my fury of you and spend my anger upon you, I will judge you according to the conduct that you lay upon the consequences of the abominations, I will not look upon you with pity nor have mercy, I will deal with you according to your conduct and the consequences of your abominations shall be in your midst, then shall you know that it is I, the Lord, now this capital, all capital, capital L-O-R-D, who strike 
Oh! If I saw Zeke, you saying, I'd be like, yo, Zeke. Bro, can you just have a beer with me, man? I know. No, but we're supposed to be enjoying these fruits too, bro. Like, you be worrying too much. Always talking about... See, Zeke was that end of days, pastor. Like, you better fix it now, because the Lord's coming any minute. These are the end times. Can I get a hey, amen? And the old woman who's going to die literally any day is like, oh. <laughs> that's, what, that's what ends up happening. So, you know, I don't like the end of times, pastors. Trust me. Especially, and I'd love to taught me this. So a lot of Bapt the Baptists, they're big end times guys. How many Baptists we got up in here? Baptists are like, you better fix it today, because if you don't fix it today, today will fix you. So what you going to do? You need to get up here and pronounce Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. So can I get a amen? Amen. And it just goes nuts with that. And it's like, can all the time, all the time you got to be like that on Sunday? Can't sometimes be like, yo, he said just love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. He didn't say you got to not enjoy your life. And he defend Mary Magdalene, though. Defended her. He was like, yo. Adultery. Theft. Lying. Yeah, see, all you guys. Bunch of hypocrites. So you got you got no sin, right? You got no sin? Oh, so if you got no sin, you can throw a stone at her. And they all just dropped their stones, walked away. He's like, yeah, Mary. That's what I'm talking about. Now get out there and go make me this money. How you think I'm supposed to divide up these fishes, though? Yeah, he said fishes to Mary. He ain't say fish. He go, I got to divide up these fishes and bread. So, baby, you got to go get out there. And she'd be like, but yo. But she was like, yo, but you still ain't give me the golden. You ain't give me the golden. And he was like, yeah, I've never committed sin in my life. So you're not my wife. I told you that. I made some mistakes with you before I understood everything. So that's why it's okay. Thanks, Brass. So he's like, that's that's cool. It's all good. So just, you know, now that I'm fully conscious and I understand the differences between good and bad, I can't be doing that with you no more, Mary. Mary Mag's like, but what am I supposed to do with all these children? He goes, how am I supposed to know that's mine? I am not the father. The father, Jehovah up there. I'm not the father. I'm the son. So don't be acting like I'm the father of your children. Mary's like, well, how am I supposed to feed all these kids? And he goes, all right. Here's your fish. Go bring the fish back to kids. And she said, I knew you were the daddy. Go, I ain't the daddy. Go go praise God. I'm not the daddy. That would be that would be a funny skit. That would be a funny skit. I need to go watch some more Slink Johnson. Alright, so um That's all the time we have today. So uh Island, please uh do your island stuff and get your link in here, because that's all the time we got. I gotta go. So if it ain't broke. It might work better. Goff oh, what up, Mary? Godfrey Legacy in that order. Peace, guys. Go and throw a bird in. I don't like this beat. It's kind of urban. I need some more flair, need someone to say, like I'm Ric Flair, say whoo, like Ric Flair said whoo, and I don't know what I gonna do, 
and that emoji ain't coming. You need to throw a word in so I can get this thing going like an urban, like a little turban. Only see me with it, but you never see me spit it. And I go off the lyric and I go off the lyric and I'm like a meritocracy and never getting killed. This is the most poetic flair I know. In fact, he ain't even really go whoa. He said, whoa, it wasn't even a woo. It was something people that they really wanted to do. So they kind of whip and change it. They kind of flip and change it. It was silly billy and you want to rearrange it. Matter of fact, it wasn't silly billy when they killing him. It wasn't silly billy. It was silly William. Yo, he was a Clinton. You need to run slow and then it was written. Like my name was Nas. Like I'm kind of odd. Want to see me run fast and I will get the pod. Like my name was a Pokemon. Pikachu, wanna see me peeking at my mind, like, like, what they say, I'ma peek at you, but I'ma hold it back, and then I kaya too, kaya too, let me jump around and skip the house, wanna see me going, I'ma get a good little cow, I messed it up, but I'm gonna do it again, hold up, patience my friend, he said jump and skip around the house, I'ma pump and bitch this thing right in the couch, and then I'ma take the mouse and throw him out the house, and say don't come around here, unless you bring him back that cheese. Bring back that cheese, like Mary saying please, and I ain't talking about Mary the mother of God, I'm talking about Mary the virgin and that Lord, in fact she wasn't a virgin, she, her name was Magdalene, cause she was packing all these things in her acting want to get the back of them, then I see them racking them, wanna see when I will never go and I'll be acting them, walk where it is, take it with my kids, wanna see the whiz, but you never see me this, never seen the scripture, and you never seen the mixture, I'ma make it back and forth and frame it in a picture, like I said, whoa, that was kind of slow, it was kind of hot, now I need to know, what if I could play keys and freestyle, that would be the thing, and I take it in the wild, say, oh, don't you know that I'll get more time, gonna see in my mind, Thank you. 
If it ain't broken, might work better. Got freedom legacy in that order. Cause I'm trying to use this thing and beating slow.